everyone, and thanks for listening in. Welcome to Leading Well, where we get to know leaders and how they make it happen. I'm your host, Tim Davis. And I'm his co-host, Alyssa. Let's listen to our wonderful guest today. Sarita Cross. Hello, everyone. Yeah, Sarita. So just for our listeners, what do you do in town? So uh, my name is Sarita Cross. I live here in Kaiser. I've lived here for the last 21 years. I'm also a Kaiser City Counselor. I've worked for Vips Industries, which is a hospitality company, uh, local, Salem-based, for the last 55 years. And I've worked there for the last 18 years. Lots of different roles. And currently, I'm the general manager for the Hotel Salem. Yeah, newly remodeled. Excellent. So, all righty. Well, Sarita, we usually don't uh, mess around. Let's just dive back in. Like, what was... Where were you born? What was early childhood like? That type of thing. I was born in Florida. Yeah. And I moved to Cal- yeah. And I moved to California. I think I was about two or three. Uh, I actually have an interesting beginning. Uh, my mom is a very young mom. She had me a week after she turned 15. So and she was the oldest out of seven. So I really uh, grew up with my aunts and uncles mm. and mom. Like it was a big, huge Catholic family. Yeah. <laughs> raising me and me being the baby, but I have aunts and uncles that are five and six years older than me. So I definitely had uh, lots of love uh, around me growing up, but I definitely learned a lot probably being having such a young mom. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what was uh, Little Sarita like in elementary school? What do you remember Uh, about elementary school? (laughs) I remember just, I was the oldest sibling, so I just really trying to excel, the one that was trying to get straight A's. If I think about me, I'm, I was the one that was the captain of safety patrol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, holding it down. I can see her out there with a whistle and a clipboard, and right? always really, like, I'm, I'm not sure why I was always such a listener, but, you know, I remember one teacher saying, it's three strokes to make an F, and it's three strokes to make an A. It's the same effort for me, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm in control of my own destiny. And like, right. there's certain things that just like highlight. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Uh, so, yeah, just there you go. That was school and uh, going yeah. on to, I was student council. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I that was, that uh, makes sense. <laughs> I was a cheerleader all through high school. So, I definitely have always had that rah, rah, let's do it attitude. Mm-hmm. Right. Anything else you were into in high school? Um, Besides the cheerleading or student council, um, I would go on missionary trip, mission trips, you know, like Mm -hmm. during um, spring break with the church. So, you know, like Mexicali where. Yeah. mm -hmm. Yep. 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 We've been been down there quite a few times building houses and doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So those are those are uh, you don't realize it until you're older where you're like, wow, maybe that's where you're a little bit more appreciative. And I just Mm. think that it brings a. You know, different views, kind of like walk a while in my shoes. Yeah. 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 So um, you getting uh, getting out of high school, what, what was next for early adulthood? Well, this is a funny story about early adulthood. I got with um, a boy that was from Oregon. So I moved up to Oregon and here I am. So I uh, did a little bit of college, but then ended up having my kids quite young, 20 and 23 and um but never got married, same dad. And I thought, you know, he's not going to be my forever person. So just kind of walked away from that. It was right. a bad deal. But mm. I'm so blessed. And I look, my children are amazing and great. So that's fantastic. And um, eventually met my husband that 
I've been married to for over 20 years. And yeah. then I married him. There you go. <laughs> so I knew there'd be one husband and he's it. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So um, moving on from there, what, what were you doing work-wise, you know, early on? So or? I actually, when I moved here, I started working at the Village Inn on Market Street. Oh, yeah. I've only had three jobs since I moved here when I was 19. I'm going to turn 49, so in the last 30 years. And I worked there, I think, about seven or eight years and worked myself, like never worked in a restaurant, but, you know, waiting tables and it could pay the bills. And I worked myself up to general manager there. (laughs) And then after I split with my kids' dad, I went over to Roadhouse just because the original Roadhouse, the one on Lancaster with all the line dancing. Back when they had peanuts and... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yep. And I worked there for about five years. And then um, downtown, the convention center was opening and my son was about to start kindergarten. So I was like, you know, they're hiring for a day bartender. I should go apply there because then I'll be home with my kid. all yeah. day. And so I just started there like I was like, oh, this is great. I'll be the day bartender. And um, I think it's one of those things I see now that when p- people see potential mm-hmm. and I worked myself through all the jobs through bar manager to managing to sales and marketing. So I've been all over that block <laughs> convention center, offices, <laughs> the hotel, and then eventually the general manager of Bentley's. Right. And then COVID happened. And then oh, yeah. I got switched over to the hotel. So kind of just had to take my skill set. Same idea, like not ordering food. Now I'm ordering Blankets and yeah. whatever, yeah. <laughs> still taking inventory, still, <laughs> still dealing with people, and still leading a team. So, yeah. and just uh, you know, that was a that was a tough time. I think for all of us in different ways, but it yeah. really was. I really grabbed on to the Book of Esther, and <laughs> I'm not sure, you know, for such a time as this, and I still like him. Like for such a time as this, perhaps I was born. <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. <laughs> Fair yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Go Bentley's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that just kind of helped me being in that sales and marketing and role and with all the nonprofit groups that are at the convention center. That really just helped me build these great relationships in mm. the community to where I started volunteering. You know, I'd go to a Liberty House lunch and then I'd be on their spring auction committee. I'd go to a Boys and Girls Club lunch. Right. So really the foundation of who I am was built. Mm. From that block. Yeah. yeah. In the nonprofit sector. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so coming out of COVID, uh, Bentley stayed closed, you know, a, mm-hmm. a fair distance was, uh, well, we were there for the opening day, yeah. I think, uh, us and Dick and Gail and them. But uh, um, so you got a chance to build all these other skills, maybe diverse mm-hmm. skills, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, helping get Help that reopen, thing, yeah. reopen it. And yeah. Re- and, uh in between COVID, I decided I was diving into all the other stuff. Uh, I just, I was always a CASA for right. Marion County, but then I just went gangbusters. And then I was like, all right, let's just go all in. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, and then somebody talks you into running for city council, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And what was that like? I mean, you know, well, like, uh, it was me just going to Casa and saying, I need to pick something up for my kiddos. And Shaney was like, this is happening. And I was like, well, who's running for that seat? And she named someone. And I was like, well, that could really make our city council be lopsided. Right. And I, I can't, I can't be Salem. 
Right. I drive into it every day and I'm not going to be that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So really that was, I'm like, no, not my wife. Somebody has got to do something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. And then I went home and I was like, husband, what do you think? And he's like, absolutely nuts. Right. You do so- like, you're never home. How are you going to do that? <laughs> you need to drop something. And I said, okay, I'll drop something. It, and then the next day he's like, okay, if you want to. And I was like, all right. Cause I was already. He's a great to. dude. <laughs> It's like if you want to get a new mug, you get, he's like, hey, we got to get rid of a mug. Yeah. yeah. Put the new mug in. You want done. a new jacket, you yeah. get rid of a jacket. Yes. Yeah. Oh, when you were um, in high school and you said, like you said, you served on student council, is that like, did you see yourself serving on a, a council like of a city in the future? No, I kind of had a weird view on a lot of volunteering because I do volunteer so much. So I would see things like boards. And sometimes I'd say, you know, I work way harder on committees than the, some people. And I'm not a resume builder. That's not who I am. So as very, people have asked me to be on board. And then finally, you know, I kind of jumped into the wide board and whatnot. But I was very like, no, like I, I'm good. Like <laughs> I can make an impact and yes. doing a lot of stuff. Um, so no, I absolutely did not ever see myself being part of city council like that wasn't on the dream board or when people make those like right like uh no i've always been like being a good be a good example for my kiddos teach them that it's you have to be involved in your community um it's actually funny my daughter was city councilor for amity before even me <laughs> she's <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome it's the family business now <laughs> and it's it a... was kind of the same thing somebody needed to fill in and you know she's like okay i'll do it so i guess more Dang. about if I see that there's a need, mm-hmm. not about like I was about to say that it's like filling filling a need mm-hmm. is something important, yeah. yeah. And not on my interest or passion, but more on what maybe the community or the surrounding people need. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Um, when it comes to uh, what you might have expected uh, about uh, being on city council, what's something that maybe surprised you about that? It surprises me how much I have to dig for information. Hmm. Yeah. That surprises me. It surprises me when I see things in front of me. But I I believe every moment up to where I'm at has trained me for this. I work for two lawyers. My, the president of my company is a lawyer. I have corporate counsel. They will poke holes in everything, like if you bring that to them. But it's, so I, when I see something and I interpret it like reasonable, well, tell me what reasonable is. Define right. reasonable. It's pretty because, broad word. Yeah. Right? Pretty yeah. broad word. And I'm actually trying to set things up for the future. So I don't. I don't want anyone, you, your future generation, your kids have to deal with this ordinance. It's reasonable. And we all think of it differently because times change. So define what that is. Um, I I wish we, we got more information. I could see without people asking questions how things just get shuffled through. Right. Yeah. And it's not always out of uh, ill intent no. of people, right? No. It's just... Uh, Everybody has busy jobs, right? You're just also trying to make yeah. things happen. But we're all volunteers. So, and sometimes I will ask, and you know, it's come out a bit like, "Well, remember we went over that in a work session last year?" But well, actually, I don't because I wasn't on city council. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's been a, it's definitely been a learning curve for everyone because sometimes you know people were in that position for so long they think you just know. Well, I don't know. They'll tell me, but if not, you know, I will do the Nancy Drew deep dive. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> I find myself doing the deep dive for, for no reason at all. I'll be like watching a show. I'll be like, where do I know that person from? And then I spend like 10 minutes like Googling everything about like what's going on. And then I look back up and the show's over and you're like, 
That was a great episode. <laughs> so, but, yeah. but you know what I do know? Their entire family history. <laughs> yeah. So no. that surprises me. Um, it surprises me a lot because I am so the convention center is ran by the a management company, which is my company. So I've always been a part of seeing what's go- really going on in downtown Salem. Right. So that surprises me, too, just the difference of how lean and mean we run in Kaiser compared to Salem. So there's a lot of things where I'm like, we kick butt. Like, we are amazing here in Kaiser. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. It's a pretty special culture, you know. So, um, and then the other uh, facet of your life is you got involved as you guys, your guys' company uh, started to remodel the old Phoenix Inn Mm -hmm. and and all that. Tell us a little bit about what's going on there. Uh, So it was the very first, uh, the kind I don't know how long you've lived here, but they owned all the La Casa Reals and the Vips restaurants. That's all the same company. And the hotel out south was the very first hotel they decided to build. So there's a lot of things that maybe our Grand Hotel Bridgeport are a lot different. Like, you're like, we learned a few things. Yeah, well, they definitely learned a few things on there. So I have like the original one. But uh, it's so worth it and it's so beautiful. And I'm just really proud of the work that went into in the team. property and you know we were able to keep all the employees and put them at other hotels in the convention center and so wow and i think it's just like a labor of love like this team i mean we always cared about the property but you see them you're like i painted that like that's right yeah yeah see this scar right here on my right knuckle yeah yeah so just really that whole buy-in um and that's great to see you know when we have buy-in from volunteers of the community and that's great yeah yeah. And like you said, when you, you'd started, you kind of worked all the way from like the bottom of, of a hotel slash restaurant yeah. and kind of worked your way up. Um, how has that impacted the way that you lead or as you as you manage? I uh, share my story. I tell them, you know, even the general manager of the convention center, she started out as a cop. She's worked for a company. I want to say she just celebrated 35 years. One of my best friends. She started as a cocktail waitress and at La Casa. So we have all these people like the company really invests. So I'm. People have invested in me and I yeah. invest in people like I I want them to grow like what. And I love when people, you know, employees go on to other things and they text me happy birthday and they remember things. And I, you know, what a blessing to have that kind of impact on someone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what uh, what do you think? Uh, do you, what else do you see maybe in the future? I mean, just thinking, thinking through. I mean, I am really trying to connect dots when I know that I'm maybe over what I'm doing. So like, okay, I can't do this, but I'm going to tell you who would be a great person. So I'm really trying to just be more, know that my plate is full. You can't put anything else on it or something's going to break. But how can I help? still help this person and connect them with someone that can help them? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good word for all of our listeners, right? We have uh, a broad base of listeners from the person who's just a barista to the person who's a CEO. And so we get information back of uh, almost every episode about how somebody's, you know, a little soundbite that came out, you know. And I think that no matter where we're at in life, uh, learning to say no is really important, you know. And then, uh Yeah. So, yeah, I remember specifically a time I called my dad when I was at uh, I was at college and I was like, there's like, I don't have any time to do anything. I was like, I'm struggling. And like it was in college when I really learned like the power of no, because no seems like rude. I'm an extrovert and I want to yeah. be with people. Right. And then you realize like, but in order for me to do 
those other things well. I enjoy those things because they're fruitful and because they're mm-hmm. they're they're enjoyable things, and they're only enjoyable when I have the energy to give them. And so, yeah, I totally hear that. Yeah, yep, yep. And I think uh, also maybe what hopefully drives that behind the scenes is what do we view as success, right? Whether that you know. How does money, family, influence, you know, and then what priorities are you given those? And maybe for most people or, or X amount of people, there's faith components in there. And so I think that's where you always got to drop back to, you know, and reevaluate. I still got those in those same orders, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. And I just heard something about, uh, you know, making sure that some and i have watched dick like for the last 20 years with this calendar and sometimes i'm like okay look at he does it like you can do but making sure that i'm taking care of the inside of my house and the foundation of mm. who i am as much as i want to take care of the outside of my house yeah because no. it's a balancing act that's a great point that's a great point yeah we uh go dick and gale that's right <laughs> so yeah i see that man everywhere yeah I mean, I tell people all the time, man, I, uh, I hope at 81 years old, you know, that I'm still having the impact. I'm in as good a shape as he is. And uh, maybe, I don't know if we've said this on air, but we went up to uh, Canada with them for a week or whatever. And he's like, oh, well, you guys want to go for a walk in the morning? So I'm like, well, sure. And I'm thinking stroll, right? So <laughs> a little meander. We, yeah. So we kind of <laughs> come out of the, the parkade there where their condo is and woof, off Dick goes. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Like, Try to keep up. <laughs> we're, we're not going for a stroll, right? And Dick's like, yeah, well, we'll be, this should take us about 43 minutes, you know, and we are back in 43 minutes and three seconds, you know? And so, and, <laughs> and I don't mean that as a criticism, right? No. I, I mean, every morning I'm like, Dick, I'm in my 50s and my legs are burning. I don't understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, man, oh, yeah. But he's a very disciplined guy. Mm-hmm. And so I hope to continue to be more and more disciplined, you know, in, in lots of facets of my life. So, yeah. 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 And I'm a Mima too. So I got my grandkids and I, you know, I'm balancing schedules and making sure I'm going to the football games I need to go to. And Oh, man. That's a schedule. But yeah. uh, I think that, you know, it takes a village. And if I didn't have, I didn't have great examples for me, there's no way I could be an example for anyone else. Right. And I just try to be, I'm really a what's going well. Like, that was one of my pre shifts. Like, you know, some people are like, go check your salt and peppers at the restaurant. I had a what's going well board. So people would write their name and you'd learn stuff about them. I did my laundry. I got an A on my test. But just flipping your mindset to. Yeah. Not how's your day because some people can just, you know, word vomit to like what's going well. Like let's there are things going well with today. What is it? That's a great point. I mean, our our culture is uh, certainly hurting and I think it's short on uh, on purpose and gratitude, you know. And so, uh, yeah, I think if sometimes saying things like you're saying and that's really hit me. Well, I think that's a great question. Right. Because uh, we, we we should focus on positive things. Yeah, we, we don't want to. Uh, minimize or or not take care of the stuff we need to grow in, but at the same time, you know, yeah. Yeah. well, especially if you're starting your day, you know, like guiding that mindset toward the positive and maybe debriefing the negatives later is, is the better time for that. I'll even ask the copy people sometimes that, and like the younger ones, and they're like, oh, and I'm, I'm like, go try try asking people that today, see how. And I just think it's that when you say what's going well, that you can see people think like you can see sometimes the switch. Yeah. Well, because usually there isn't any switch. When someone says, how's your day going? You say, yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. And then you're right. And, yeah. then, you're and all, then it's done. You then you grab your coffee. Yeah. You're like, good. Yeah. Have a good day. Be safe. <laughs> or, <laughs> Be like, oh, what's going well? 
exactly. <laughs> Being good question askers is a good thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, in America, we sometimes ask that just so we can walk past you and keep moving and we don't feel awkward. Like, how's it going? I don't yeah. really care. I just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I just need to get to the other hallway. Right? Right. <laughs> Excuse me, how's your day? Bye. <laughs> oh, man. There we go. Yeah, I might have picked up a crossism today. Then. Yeah. So right across Yeah, What's exactly. going well? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it, you know, and it helps because uh, at the end of the day, I mean, I believe that you know, we all have a purpose and kind of just well it reminds me so if it helps remind me and you know it helps and helps my team and it sometimes you have to be like Usa, what is go-? you know you have those moments sure yeah yeah um well like uh moving through life or whatever you, uh what's maybe besides that what's a, a principle uh, a thing that you've uh learned and you maybe regularly apply or semi-regularly apply, you feel like has added value to either leadership or your personal life? Yeah. I say uh, leadership with the team, and I, I will say even with um, you know any members of our team, if you come to me with a, a problem or what you see as a problem, have a solution or you're whining, right. so give me some options. So if you come to me with whatever that is, okay, what is the solution? How do you see that getting better? What does mm-hmm. that look like for you? Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's back to asking good questions. <laughs> yep. Right? Yeah. So, so at, you know, so everyone that works with me knows that, okay, because I'll, I'll put it back at them. Okay. So tell me, how do, what does that look like to you? How is that better? Mm-hmm. Like you're bringing something to me. Is there any prep that, that occurred yeah. before this or is this, you know, yeah. your first time thinking about it type of thing? Yeah. And hearing people and uh, putting the ball back in their court. Right. Like, like I just said, you know, okay, so I hear you. So what? what is your solution? Right. <laughs> Most of the time if you say that, you're like, a lot of time they're like, uh, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, not, not yeah. only does that distribute the workload evenly or in, in, mm-hmm. a, in a more fair way, but it also encourages critical thinking in a way that like, well, what would you do? It's the same thing like at the bowling alley with our employees. They'd ask, well, where should I do? what should I do with this? It's like, what would you do? What would you do? Because then often they have the same answer that I would, you know, and so it's it's a, it's an equipping thing. It's it's critical thinking. And I think it's important. And yeah, I think it's a, the other thing is I think it's OK to have uncomfortable conversations. And sometimes we forget that. And whether I'm talking about something with kiddos on the YMCA board or something else, it's OK to disagree. I, I you know, I I'm not sure when it wasn't OK to disagree. But how boring would this life be if we did, if we agreed on everything? Why would we do it? Like, if well, we would just be walking around like robots. Like, just have healthy conversations. Yeah, and that's where growth happens, right? We we all would would be stunted if we didn't have uh, challenge. You know, Bruce Stefanik, uh, pastor out at Church on the Hill, he has a statement. He says that conflict is the price we pay to go deeper. And it's if you learn to deal with conflict healthily, it actually produces uh, a better relationship, more fruit, mm-hmm. all that stuff, right? Yeah, so embrace uh, conflict to a certain extent, right? Because yeah. conflict an, doesn't mean fighting. It means no, exactly. No. Conflict means challenge. Like the, the doors were unlocked when I got here this morning. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. Or somebody didn't clean the blah, 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 yeah. right? So, okay, well, let's, let's talk yeah. about that. We're going to have to have an uncomfortable conversation, but hey, l- let's 
figure out where our learning moment is. That's another one of mine. This is a learning moment. Don't be sorry. I don't want everyone to be sorry. When I can walk on water, I'll expect other people to. <laughs> right now, I can't. <laughs> That's my motto. I can't walk on water. <laughs> Let's just have a learning moment. What's our learning moment? Yeah. What part do I? What part did I have to play in this? And yeah. how do we move forward? That's good. That's good. Um, if uh, if you were to give this is a question we often ask, and we're, we're getting close to the end here. But what is uh, if you were talking to your twenty five year old self, mm-hmm. what advice would you give to twenty five year old Sarita? I would say to enjoy every moment hmm. and to celebrate small victories. Like it doesn't have to be like this life we have is a marathon; it's not a race. Right? Yeah. And yeah, I know my movie's going to end, and I don't know when. So celebrate! <laughs> I'm not in charge. I right. know how my movie ends. I just don't right. know when. So, but to really celebrate every moment, to take every little mm. moment in. Yeah, because I think the older—I mean, I know the older I get, I'm like, oh, what? That was a really good day. Like that was an amazing day. And I, I think if I'm my 20 year old, probably didn't think like, wow, <laughs> you know. Well. You know, in our early twenties, we probably all think we're still bulletproof, never going to mm-hmm. die. Uh, you know, yeah. No, you know, <laughs> yeah. But uh, as we as we get older, we understand that yeah, that's uh, that's not going to happen. So yeah. yeah. So well, if people wanted to reach out and hear more about what you do, I mean, obviously the Hotel Salem has a website. Is there a way that people can reach out to you to ask questions? Is there an about email things? address? Yeah, or you could um, use my city council email address. So cross s at kaiser.org and um i am happy to sit with anyone for coffee or a phone call if i can't work it in and um i really love this community like it's my forever home like that's where i'm gonna have my last sweet tea like (laughs) that's right (laughs) i'm not going anywhere i'll visit other places but right yeah i'm not going anywhere yeah well awesome but yeah thank you sarita for joining us thank you listeners for for tuning in and listening in um you can listen to us live on kslm every saturday at 11 a.m you can listen to us on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts thank you for listening to leading well by valor mentoring